The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Football is back. AB is in Oakland. Le'Veon's with the Jets. OBJ and Jarvis Landry have teamed up again in Cleveland. One thing that hasn't changed though, where I'm placing my bets this season. My bookie is a place to build every football weekend. My bookie has better bonuses and more profits in our sportsbook period. This year they're hosting the first online handicapping super contest. First place is guaranteed to win at least hundred grand, and all I gotta do is put in hundred bucks. And then you pick five NFL games against the spread every week to climb the leaderboard and score your share of the huge cash prize pool. Guys, and also there's a promotion coming up. Up to $1,000 first deposit bonus. You double your first deposit. So you put 100 bucks, you get 100 back. So what are you waiting for? Go to mybookie.ag. Use our promo code armchair to activate it. You bet, you win, you get paid. Hey guys, welcome man, it's Panther Rants. Well, Harrison, our Panther Rants podcast. I don't know why I said Panther Rants. I don't know. It's been one of the, it's been one of the mornings for me, to say the least. Um, happy Thursday. And if I um, if I don't upload this till Friday, it's gonna be Happy Friday, you guys. I won't. I'll be working from home, so I figured we'd get this out beforehand, get it done, so I don't have to do Dick Friday. A lot of stuff that's been going on and happening. Uh, first of all, you know, we, college football's coming up. We're two days away now. Yesterday, we were three days away, and I uploaded a um, a Palco video. Well, I didn't upload it, actually. Penner Doozy uploaded this video like three years ago when Palco was an honorary captain for the uh, Oklahoma State game. I took it and did, the, you know, I highlighted the video and did the tweet video and, you know, did the whole thing. Ever since then, it's, it's taken off. I think it's got like 500 likes now. So, also, yeah, because I saw, I saw the, the guys from Full of Pit do it. And um, I meant to do it. And I was like, oh, okay, they reminded me. So I did the video thing. So I give them a, a, you know, some credit for this. And, you know, if there's any internet money that comes out of it, which would be very little, I, I can send it to their beer fund, you know, so I can podcast and drink and you know do all the things they they do but uh yeah tomorrow is one day and i'm sure Leif Fitzgerald video will pop up I don't, I don't know if i'll post or not i doubt it but you know there's some people saying how you know this what's the deal with this and i'm like well pat narduzzi posted this i'm just you know taking it and saying three days do i my only grip with that with that highlight video well there's a bunch of them actually they took a highlight from the UConn game from 2004, which we lost. They took a highlight from the 2005 Notre Dame game, which we lost. And they took a highlight from the uh, 2005 Ohio U game, where Palco's juking, juking a defender. And, yeah, we lost that game in overtime. So, I, I, 
my only that's that's the only thing I can think of is my gripe with that video is somebody didn't do their fucking research when they when they made it. I mean, I, I mean, if I'm gonna post some guys' highlights, I'm not gonna post you know losses, which sucks because if I had to post a Larry Fitzgerald video, he has so many highlight catches against West Virginia and plus Notre Dame, he has some highlights as well and you know lost those games too. Yeah. Well, actually, there's five games we lost that year in 2003, so there's plenty of highlights we could have, you know, taken. So, we got a lot to dive into. Um, I, you know, yesterday, I was working from home, and I streamed the Chappelle, shit, you know, Chappelle skit, Sticks and Stones. Really good. Um, the reaction from some people was overblown, where they tell you to, to cancel him. Go check it out and see for yourself. It's not what they're paying out to be. Although the whole Michael Jackson thing, which is something he would definitely would have put into a Chappelle show skit when he did Comedy Central years ago. It's something he would, that's something he would do. I mean, it's pretty much vintage. This whole, I mean, if you've seen his standups before, they're no different from, yeah, no different from any other standup he's done. So check it out. So let's get to some other stuff now. All right. Pitt starts on um, Saturday. First game of the year on ACC Network, which probably, I don't know what I'm going to do about that. I'm debating it. I was going to splurge on and just get the free trial of YouTube TV or Hulu, but they went 45 bucks. Although I, I do get the free trial, but I just really don't feel like going through all that bullshit just to watch probably one game. So I have my options. I can follow it on Twitter. I can go to a bar and watch it. Listen to it on the radio, or I could just um, you know wait 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 until like Tuesday where all the extended highlights or the whole game will be, will be posted on YouTube somewhere. And I'm sure it'll be uh, available for restream somewhere, in, you know, like on ESPN Plus. You know, we'll see. Also, Pitt football has their new pregame show on 93.7 The Fan. It's got Paul Zeiss, Bob Pompiani, and Wendy Bell. And, of course, this isn't sitting well with a lot of people. Especially, mainly on Twitter. I'm not sure if it's, you know, how it is on Facebook or um, or, in, you know, in the uh, you know, non-social media realms. But, of course, the reason why is because, well, it's Wendy Bell. And we all know why it's Wendy Bell. You know, she made some comments and lost her job. And they were you know, really, really insensitive comments. Tone deaf and class, classist at that. And you know, a lot of people screamed that, you know, she was just speaking her mind. Well, there's the thing. You're free to speak your mind and say whatever the hell you want. It just... If it gets back to your employer, and if the employer's going to take a big hit, well, there you go. And on top of that, she worked for a news station that represents the whole Western Pennsylvania. So, they did, obviously, what they needed to do, and they said, well, you know, her issues right now don't outweigh her talent. So, we have to. You know, actually, her issues outweigh her talent. So, yeah, 
we're gonna have to uh, get rid of you. So it's like you're 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 good, but you're not really like, good enough for us to take a big hit on big uh, PR hit over you. So get out of here. And that's where she went, and she did. She's been doing AM radio since, and I think she's done with that. And now she's doing this. Now, getting past Wendy, I'm not sure what her role is going to be on this whole thing. Supposedly, Paul Zeiss has been trying to uh, fan the flames a little bit. And getting past her, you get Zeiss and you get Wendy Bell. I mean, not Wendy Bell, Bob Pompiani. Zeiss, I know a lot of people don't like him on Twitter. But let's take the whole Twitter out of Paul. Uh, Paul has been covering Pitt probably back since Walt Harris. I mean, I was, I had, I mean, I'm 40 now, so when, when I started reading Zeiss's Pitt stuff, it had to be, shoot, I was like 22, 23 years old. So Paul's been doing this for quite some time, and if anything, Paul is pretty much a Pitt guy. And top of that, his his oldest, you know, his son Elijah played a pit. And um, you're not going to find, you know, in terms of Pittsburgh sports media, a bigger cheerleader or fanboy of uh, pit football than you will than Paul Zeiss. He's always, you know, been very supportive of Pitt. You know, he's made his he's made comments. I mean, he's been critical, but he's I mean, overall, he's been very um, overall optimistic about Pitt and he sells Pitt. So, you know, as far as doing the pregame, I don't think you can find anybody any better than that. Of course you'd want to pick us. That's why a lot of people are mad about this because they bring in Wendy Bell, but they fired Doran Dickerson. And it what may have made more sense to bring in Doran into the pregame but then again, I don't listen to the fan that much. I don't know how how good Dorn really is at his job. I hear he's I hear he's good. You know, I don't know. But I'm sure you know with this pregame show that they're doing, I'm sure they'll bring in different pit guys, you know, former players to get their perspectives. I'm, I'm sure there's you know, I would just pretty much wait and see how this is going to go. I mean. I'm, As far as um, Pompeian is concerned, Pompeian has been a fixture in Pittsburgh sports media for as long as I lived there, and he's still a fixture. You could say he's a Steelers fanboy, as a lot of them are in the media, because Steelers are pretty much the cash cow. They're UPMC, whereas the Penguins are Allegheny Health, and then the Pirates are... I have no idea what the Pirates are. They're probably some another no-name uh, hospital system in Pittsburgh. So there's not much you can say about the Pirates, of what they are. But basically, you know, you, you, the media is always going to pump the Steelers up and defend them because if they don't, then they get stuck covering the Pens or the Pirates, and they'll convince you how awesome it is to um, how much awesome it is, you know, those uh, franchises are in the Steelers. I mean, you get the love from you know guys who cover the Pens, but um, 
again, it's not the Steelers. I'm sure the the Pens have won five Stanley Cups since 1990, and they have lots of star star power, but they're just they're not the Steelers. They don't carry that weight as much. And the Pirates, well, you know, thank God for uh, Roberto Clemente, Willie Starr, doing that Mazeroski homer, because if it wasn't for that, any of those you know, three things, the Pirates' last World Series win would have been in 1925, and who knows if the Pirates would even be, you know, existing. You know, I don't know if we'd have a baseball team by then. I'm, I'm sure we would because, you know, we, we just, you know, tradition, we just have to have a baseball team. Yeah, but thank God for those things. And, of course, them being really good in the 70s. But now they're not, that's, you know, about it. So, Zeiss and Pompiani, you know, I don't think it's a bad team on the surface. Uh, Wendy Bell, obviously, the only thing I can say about this is just just to (laughs) turn your volume down or change the channel at that time. That's all I can think about I'm not sure what her involvement is going to be on the show. And to be honest, I couldn't tell you the last time I ever listened to a pit pregame show. So I doubt I'm going to listen to this one. No offense to you know, Paul and Pomp. And, you know, you guys have your options too. You don't have to listen to it either. I mean, we're all grown. We all have make our own decisions. And, you know, if the show ain't listening to the show, is not, not going to make or break your day. And don't worry about it. We all just can't have everything. So, you know, all I can say is just listen to it and see how it goes. And as the whole, as far as the Wendy Bell thing, that's the decision they made and the station made. And you know, that's you have your options and what you want to do with it. Now, going back to some other stuff, let's see, James Franklin is getting sued by his, uh, one of the former doctors. Uh, the former doctor claims that Franklin uh, influenced some decisions on player injuries. And, you know, in today's day of uh, how football is and how much it's portrayed now as being this ultra-violent sport, I mean, it's up there with, um, what's it up there with? Now, as far as found sports, I mean, yeah, I don't know. If, I mean, I guess running of the bulls, maybe. You know, where they let the bull out and it runs down a thing and people run away from it. I'm not sure what it is, but it, yeah, excuse the noise. They're they're, they're making a, they're building something next door to this parking garage, and that's where I'm hosting my show. I had a, I had a show record this morning, but it uh, it screwed up on me, and, and on top of that, a guy in a Chevy Aveo cut me off. As I was driving, actually, as, as I was cutting my Blue Chew ad, which we'll get to in a minute. Yeah, I'll talk about that here in a second. But the, um, I read up on this, I read up on this whole lawsuit, and it looks like it's a, it's some sort of uh, grudge between this doctor and James Franklin. Something, there must have been a big disconnect between these two, and it just never got fixed. And I'm sure the, um, the doctor obviously never, you know, brought anything up because it made he feared for his job. And Frank probably just didn't give a shit <laughs> if he pissed off, if he pissed him off or not. 
but some, something happened between these two, and, and I guess um, the doctor got let go, and that was that, and now the doctor's found this lawsuit. I don't think much really comes from this, this whole thing, unless the doctor has some really concrete proof that he was uh, influencing these players' decisions. I'm not sure what Penn State's injury report was the last several years. I, don't know, I mean, I'm not sure if there's any really big examples he can he can bring on bring to the table. I mean, unless he's unless he documented some things, <clears throat> but he only sued for fifty grand. And if anything, Penn State probably just gives him fifty grand, tells him to go away, have him sign non disclosure, and tell him to get the hell out of it, you know. Or you know, they just sort of court throws on says, you know what, this is not our not ours. Whatever it is, just move on. So I really don't think heads are really going to roll with um, this lawsuit. Well, guys, as you know, Saturday is coming. You're going to be ready for the tailgate, and you're going to see the Panthers play, and they're they're going to be ready to perform. But after the game, you might have to be ready to perform. And sometimes, who knows, you may not be able to at that point. You know, stress of traveling, tailgating, whatnot. But in ca- just in case, we got Blue Chew. It's very similar to Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form. So, obviously you want to have your make your own music, light your own cathedral... But you want to make sure your cathedral is standing up rock hard and solid. So enter the promo code CHAIR at bluechew.com and get your first shipment free. God, that gets better. Getting back to that whole thing I just said about the ad. Yeah, a guy um, cut me off. And his Chevy Aveo, I guess he just had to get in this lane at the last minute. And, you know, I, I was middle of coming my promo for Blue Chew, and I thought to myself, man, maybe maybe he's stressed out. Maybe he needs some Blue Chew, you know, you know, to help him out, you know, relieve some stress. I'm not sure if he has a girlfriend or not or, or a wife if he's married. Maybe he just needs that. Maybe he needs, you know, some sort of stress relief. And it was fine because... Initially, I thought it was a guy, but then it was a girl, and I thought to myself, "Okay, well, maybe, maybe her, maybe her husband needs blue chew." And then, as I was passing this person up, I realized it was a guy with long hair. So maybe if he takes the blue chew, he wraps himself up with a man bun and makes himself look manly, even more manly than you know. Everything works out for him. All right, so we got Pitt UVA this Saturday. Obviously, UVA is uh, going to challenge Clemson for the uh, spot for ACC supremacy, according to some people. You know, you might as well put UVA in the group of four of your college football playoff because they're on the rise. Basically, they're the new they're the new Rutgers. Every single effing year, we had people saying the Rutgers was, was going to turn the corner. 
Then they had that one gate one season where they won ten games and we never really heard from them ever again. They had that big win against Louisville at home and they just like disappeared off the face of the planet. Then of you know, then there you know, then there's they they kind of replaced Virginia Tech in a lot of ways too. They're on the verge of replaced Virginia Tech at the point where they're gonna get hyped nationally every year for no reason. And look at the game and look at the you know the matchup. UVA obviously has the um edge in this over because of their quarterback because the quarterback is a senior. The quarterback really wasn't any good last year, but for some reason another extra, another year is going to make him better. And on top of that, he's lost his, uh, I think, two, three of his big playmakers. I think two receiver, one a running back. But somehow he um, he's going to just light the fuck up against us. I mean, we kept him at bay last year. We didn't get dick out of Kenny Pickett last last year in this when we played him at Charlottesville. I think Kenny had 61 yards passing. But somehow we beat them just by running the ball. But the, somehow they're going to light us up. I don't know. I think, you know, secondary pits fine. Linebackers, kind of a concern. Defensive line, we should be all right. Our big concern now is offense because what we're... we're we're rebuilding our offensive line. We're replacing two running backs. We got a quarterback who's coming off a disappointing year last year. And, you know, we brought in Mark Whipple for that. And let's hope Mark is able to do something. Let's hope he's a miracle worker. If not, Mac, if not uh, Matt Canna is still unemployed. So we can always bring him back. Matt, uh, I just read an article. He's currently living in a beach house with his wife and are enjoying life because he obviously has made enough money where he doesn't really have to, you know, worry about a job right now unless he's you know, unless he spent all of his money. But of course, but I'm sure he he wants to coach. I'm I'm surprised Maryland let him go after that year. I mean, reading that article, I'm sure if he would have beat Ohio State in that game, he maybe becomes head coach. And I guess that play he drew up was a perfect play. It just wasn't executed. But Virginia, they got a, they were returning a really good defense. That's one of our, I mean, a really good secondary. So obviously, throwing the ball, for, for us throwing the ball is going to be obviously a concern because we're not sure how Kenny Pickett's going to be. So establishing the run is going to be a big key. And let's hope we can do that. And of course, we need a line for the for the running backs to run through, and of course, the backs to make plays. Anyways, I see this game as being an evenly matched game, and I think whoever makes more mistakes is going to lose. So, my prediction of this game: I like Pitt to win. I'm going to go with a 17 to 14 score. I think Pitt wins by a field goal. You know, granted, our special teams, you know does its job as well and our, our punter is obviously no longer during headlights but in this game obviously there's a lot of questions that are need that need to be answered and we're going to get them answered out the bat so no playing a one double a team we're playing an actual acc foe divisional game so we'll get to find out what exactly what it is where we're at and where we need to go from here now, looking at the rest of the um, slate, 
for the ACC. Clemson and Georgia Tech. Well, that game, Clemson should win that one easily. And I think the spread's 36. They may cover that. And that's it. Um, actually, that game's today. Uh, and then uh, tomorrow, we got Utah State Wake Forest. Should be a good game. Uh, Utah State isn't really the team that they were before, so Wake should win that one. East Carolina, NC State. NC State spread 17. They'll win this. They'll, they'll probably cover it, too, because uh, East Carolina just isn't the team what they used to be. Duke and Bama. Bama is a 34-point favorite. I think Duke covers. I think Duke beats the spread, but Bama's going to beat the shit out of them anyway. Uh, North Carolina, South Carolina. Uh, South Carolina wins that one. North Carolina's still going through some things. Tech and Co- Boston College. Virginia Tech and Boston College, that is. Uh, I think BC wins this one at home. People love VT, but they've go. They're yeah, they're bad. Syracuse and Liberty, Q's won that. Boise State and Florida State. Uh, Boise takes this one. They're not. I mean, they're not the same Boise as we know, but neither is Florida State. But as far as the um, rest of the games for top twenty-five. If we look at them. Now, there's Utah and BYU, but that's not really a rivalry anymore. Utah's won the last like, seven or eight games. Um, Wisconsin and South Florida should be an tr- intriguing one because South Florida you know, is an AAC team and they're fast and quick. And they're playing the big bruising uh, Paul Chris team. So that should be an intriguing matchup. The Spro and that's 11 and a half. I think, Florida, I think USF can cover that. As far as the rest of the slate, there's really not much to... I mean, Penn State's playing Idaho. I mean, if, you, you know, if you're a Penn State fan, listen to this. And Penn State should pretty much wax them pretty good. Michigan and Mid-Ten- Middle Tennessee State, that may be a good game. I think it's the same team that beat Virginia Tech last year. And Michigan, you know, they're not the same Michigan as they are. I mean, they're better, but I just don't... I'm not buying them right now. Uh, the marquee game for Saturday night is Oregon and Auburn, and... It's at Auburn, so I like Auburn that one. And of course, on Sunday we got Houston, Oklahoma playing. That's a Sunday game, and I think Oklahoma won that one pretty easily. I don't know. Well, it depends on how Jalen Hurd plays. I mean, it depends on how he plays and how you know what. But uh, that's Dana's. That's Dana's. Um. Holgerson's debut as Houston's coach, and who knows, Dana might start with a blast, and um, you know, we'll see. But anyways, guys, that's it for me. You guys have an awesome Labor Day weekend. Hell in a pit. Enjoy Saturday's game. Enjoy the weekend.